0: Episode 1, The Root Chakra, and how it can affect your abundance and prosperity. Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock. And welcome to my three-part mini-series which is going to be focusing on the first three energy centers of the body. These are the three energy centers that link us with the physical world. So when they get blocked or they start to stagnate or energy gets stuck, then this can start to affect our life in this physical reality. Today, we're going to look at the, the first energy center which is more commonly known as the root chakra. And this is located at the base of the spine And it's all about groundedness and security. And in particular, our root chakra links to our ancestors and our ancestors' survival stories. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you'll know that I talk a lot about us being made of energy. On a subatomic level, we are energy. Although we are not physical, our mind believes that we are physical, so therefore we can understand that we have a physical body as well, because our mind, or the observer, is what creates our reality. And it is the mind and our energy which we'll be looking at today, because this is how things can get stuck in our energy body and our physical body. If you want to understand more about this, then you can look at the field of epigenetics which tells us that our genes are switched on by our environment. And although we inherit our genes from our ancestors, the expression of these genes changes continuously as we connect with the energies and the way we think and feel about things. The field of epigenetics tells us that trauma can be passed down through the generations. Trauma that we experience can get stuck in our energy body and our physical body as well. Eventually, this trapped energy could end up causing disease or illness in our body. So if you imagine that the root chakra is the chakra that deals with security, stability and survival then we can understand the types of trapped emotions or beliefs that can get stuck in the first energy center. Metaphysically, the first energy center also links to the first layer of our aura and they're connected. So back to epigenetics and looking at the expression of our genes. So for example, we inherit genes from our ancestors. But they are not necessarily switched on in this lifetime. It's the environment which would switch them on. So for example, stress, it's not necessarily about reducing stresses in your life. It's about understanding what's stressful for you. Being in the right environment for you can enable you to thrive so, how do we know if we have problems, if we have blockages in our first energy center, or if it's unbalanced, or if there's anything that we need to work on? Well, if we're someone who's feeling a lot of anxiety or a lot of fear, or maybe your zest for life has gone, or even if you're someone that feels pressure maybe you're an overthinker, an overplanner, maybe you're always pressuring yourself that you need to make lots of money. Maybe you're pressuring yourself that you need to succeed. Maybe you have these, um, if if you feel that you get these sorts of thoughts popping into your head a lot, you know, I have to do this, I must do this, I need to do this. Then these are all signs that your ancestors probably struggled in these areas and these stories have been passed down and are now affecting you in this life. We can also see where we're not achieving our dreams. So if there are certain things that you want to achieve in this life and are not able to achieve it, then it may be that you have self-sabotage around these areas. As we know that these stories or beliefs or emotions can be passed down through 14 generations, if you think back to what your ancestors were doing 14 generations ago, and you look at the amount of war, poverty, famine, then you know it sort of makes sense that we probably have inherited these sorts of stories, and because of this, many of us are sitting in struggle or scarcity or lack mindsets today. We're not consciously aware that we're doing it, and we're, you know most of us are not aware we're doing it at all because it's hidden away in our subconscious mind. So it's about understanding more of what's in our subconscious mind, which I'll come to in a bit. So the more fear or anxiety or anger, and even depression in some cases, that we're feeling, then the more we are operating from this low vibrational state, albeit subconsciously. But the more, probably, of these stories that we have, and the more blockages and stagnation we have in our first energy center. So in order to get the energy flowing correctly through the body again, and allow more consciousness and the energy field to flow through us the more we need to create awareness of these limiting beliefs or limiting stories that we have that we've inherited and the more we need to work through them in order to eliminate them or release them from our energy field this in turn will allow us to receive more of the energy field into our bodies We don't have to do anything external in our lives. What we have to focus on is releasing this trapped energy from our body so that we can raise our vibration and clear up our energy field and then allow more of the higher energies around us into our body. So as we are, we all work on an attraction basis. So the more low vibrational we are, the more low vibrational energies that we are attracting into our body. The more we raise our vibration and we move into a higher vibrational state, the more we're now interacting in a different way with the energy field and we're now attracting higher energies into our body. The higher energies bring higher wisdom, higher knowledge. They upgrade our body in a way that's more beneficial to us in this life. So it's all about raising the vibration of our energy field, of our body, in order to then be able to to live a better life in this lifetime. Physical manifestations of a blocked root chakra are things like problems with um, the bottom half of your body, maybe problems with the bones, things like arthritis, or maybe um, lower back problems, adrenal fatigue, because it's linked very much to overextending your energy through your mind. When we're too much in our mind from a stressful way, this can then put pressure on our adrenal glands because stress affects the hormones in our body and which in turn affects the adrenal glands, putting pressure on our kidneys. So as you can understand, as you can probably understand, the energy center is a very important part of the body. We can equate it to the roots of a tree and if the roots are not healthy and able to pull up the nutrients in the soil, then the tree will will not be healthy either. Because energy needs to be flowing through our energy centers in our body, if the first energy center is blocked, this is going to stop the energy from flowing through, uh, up through the center of our body and up through our heart. So of course, this is another reason why the first three chakras are so important because if the energy can't get to the heart, then we're not able to enjoy life or thrive in our life in the way that we're supposed to because the heart, I believe, is the most important part of the body. The heart is linked to the energy field. We manifest from the heart, not the mind. We manifest through our high vibrational feelings. Although the mind decides what we want because all energy needs a direction, it's then the, the high energy coming out of the heart which creates the, the magnet that brings it back to us. The heart is also our connection to the higher energies and the energy field, which, as I said before, allows our body to upgrade in a way which is going to be helpful to our health, our happiness and our abundance. We are surrounded by abundance and prosperity. We are surrounded by potential and possibility because this is the energy field. We create from the energy field. But it's the blockages in our energy field which stop us from being able to receive or accept this abundance potential from the energy field into our physical reality, our physical life. So if you are someone who struggles a lot to achieve the the dreams that you have for your business or your life, maybe you're highly competitive and you're competing with everyone and everything around you. This could easily be attributed to a sense of scarcity or lack that you have in your body, this feeling of there's, there's, there's not enough abundance, I need to fight for my abundance, I need to fight for my prosperity, I need to compete with others in the world with other business owners and when we look at the business world today we can see that this is very apparent which is why I believe that many people have got core blockages in their, in their first energy center, their root chakra which is really affecting their life and their success. So what can we do to start changing this? Well I think the most important thing is to start getting into your subconscious mind because it's important to find out what these limiting beliefs are. And although some of them will be, will be more conscious to you, and you probably will have a, a vague feeling that maybe these relate to you, you know, maybe you have feelings of unworthiness, or maybe you're struggling to make the money that you want. Maybe you can see that you're self-sabotaging, and you don't really know why you're doing it, you know. So you have this sort of sense, this conscious sense And these are the the limiting beliefs or the stories that you can start working on now, the the trapped negative emotions that you can start working on now. And I think probably two of the most useful tools that I use for this is journaling and meditation. And journaling after meditation is, is so much more effective that I really, I highly suggest that you do this. And even just meditating for 10, 20 minutes Because it just allows your energy to become more coherent. It allows your mind to be working more with your body and your heart. And when the the two work together, you'll find that your life works so much better. It allows your conscious mind to link more with your subconscious mind and access more information. So the subconscious mind is one million times more powerful than the conscious mind and many people believe that it's an e- that the subconscious mind is a flawed part of our mind but it isn't it's just it's like it's just where all the energy where all the information is stored because the subconscious mind is linked to the heart and that in turn is linked to the energy field so you know the the, the subconscious you can see is linked to the higher mind it's all connected so in there is all the information And that's all the information that you can now start to connect to in order to understand more about where you may be tripping yourself up, where you may be sabotaging yourself, and what's stopping you from achieving more success and more of your dreams in this lifetime. I also find that meditating and journaling also help you to really work past fear and procrastination because it allows you to become more confident with knowing that you have the answers. When, when you start to feel that you have the answers, when you start to feel that you know what you want and you know how to get there, or at least you understand the process of how to get there, you then start to develop more confidence in yourself more confidence in your ability to be able to run your life and live your life in the way that you want to live it. You're no longer dependent on other people, on external factors, you know, you're no no longer a victim to, to, to your life, if you like. When we feel that the answers are outside of us, when we feel that everyone else has the answers to our life, that's when we start to feel anxious and fearful. When we have a stronger sense of self and a stronger sense of knowing that We are in charge of our life. We take control of our life. You know, we are the ones who do this. Then we immediately get that that lovely, calming, confident feeling back. You know, where we know what we're doing. We know where we are. We're not dependent on others around us. We're not dependent on external factors to give us the the happiness and the success that we that we want, that we desire. We just need to go inside ourselves in a deeper more effective way to be able to, to, to pull out and access all of those answers, which I believe are all in the subconscious mind, because that's also linked to the energy field and the higher mind. And, you know, and that's, that contains information, knowledge, wisdom since time began. So the way that we start working through these limiting beliefs or limiting stories or emotions, trapped emotions that we have is to create awareness of them. Because the mind and the body, the mind and energy works together. So as soon as you create awareness of any areas where you may be tripping yourself up, any sort of limiting beliefs that you may have, any thoughts or feelings that are not helpful to you, maybe they're a bit negative, maybe they revolve around unworthiness or low self-esteem, or any of these sorts of areas, You can start journaling on these areas to find out what they are, maybe even where they came from, but that's not so important. The most important thing is what are they? As soon as you create awareness of them, you can then start eliminating them from your energy field. And we can do this by pulling out the negative and putting the positive back in. So if you like reframing these stories, understanding what we learned from them, understanding why why they were there, why they have been held in our energy field, and then working through them. Because once we learn the lesson, then we're free to move on. Our mind is now, it doesn't have that lesson that it's trying to teach you. You know, your your mind is no longer trying to connect you to that image in order to learn what you need to learn. And by doing that, by creating awareness, we are now releasing the trapped energy from your energy field which now is allowing your body to move up into a more high vibrational state. So the more of these limiting beliefs that you release, the higher your body is moving up, the more your body is raising its vibration. And this is all about raising your level of consciousness. So... The more you shift and change your awareness, the more you create awareness of blockages or stagnation, the more you can then work on these, and then the more you can raise the vibration of your body, which is raised through the level of your consciousness. So, for example, having worked with women and men for the past 10 years, I can see that many women have this underlying belief that comes up for them where the belief revolves around, I have to sacrifice myself for others. And I think many, many people have this belief, you know, men and women, actually, but I can see it manifesting differently. So for women, I feel very much that it, it stops them from, you know, increasing their prices. It, it, it makes them keep themselves small. They, they're, they're out there doing much more work for free. And in terms of energy, we shouldn't do anything for free. There should always be an exchange. Now, it doesn't have to be a monetary exchange, but there has to be an exchange of some sort because otherwise we're then encroaching into the area of setting boundaries. You know, so we always have to be aware that we are the most important person in our life. We have absolute free will. So the most important thing that we need to learn in this lifetime is to take responsibility, full responsibility for ourselves, our dreams, our desires. What is it that we want to achieve from this life? What is it that we want to do from this life? But we always act from a place of love and compassion, and that's love of compassion towards ourselves as much as towards everyone around us. So another area that comes up a lot is this this general feeling of unworthiness. And from a conscious level, you will not know that you even have it. And actually, when you start to track back, so when you're doing your journaling, when you're you're getting into your subconscious mind and you're starting to create more awareness about why you're doing certain things, why you're being triggered by certain people, you know, what is it that you need to learn from this situation, you'll really start to see that a lot of this comes to to an underlying core belief which is that you just have this sense of unworthiness. And again, you know, this is something which has come from our ancestors' struggles. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be keeping your prices low if you want to. I'm saying to be more conscious of the reasons why you're doing it. If you have a strategy behind why you're doing this, or you are working with that level of the market who, you know, you know that they don't have that disposable income, then obviously you know, this would make sense. You're keeping your, your price at that level of the, the target, the, the, the market that you're targeting, and that's how much they can afford. I'm saying think about the reasons why you're doing these things. You know, the more you get into your subconscious mind, the more you'll understand why, why you're doing these things. And that's the key. It's about understanding the real reasons why you're doing something. And once you create awareness around this, then you can work on taking out, sort of eliminating that trapped negative emotion and then putting the positive emotion back in. And we can do this using positive affirmations, mantras, what, you know, whatever you need, re- reframing things so that you can start to rewire your mind towards a more positive state. And there are other things that we can do as well to start supporting the first energy center and start to, to allow that energy to flow more and more. So I, I, I've i really benefited from doing meditations which allow my energy to flow through my body every day. And I have a, a free one on my website, which you can download. I'll put the, the link in the notes. And this will allow you to just run your energy. So you're pulling in earth energy, cosmic energy, and you're running your energy, this energy through your body and clearing you out. And again, it works on a longer term basis. So it's something that you need to be doing every day, you know, for at least, I would say three months. The more you run your energy, the more you focus on your energy, the more you start to then feel your subtle energy, you start to really feel these things more inside your body. So you'll get that You'll get a stronger sense of knowing about things. You'll get a stronger sense of intuition about things. You'll be able to connect more with your gut feelings and those hunches will get stronger. You'll really start to feel more confident inside. And once you feel your energy, then you understand that you're actually more than just this one-dimensional being. You're actually multi-dimensional and it gives you a wonderful sense of expandedness and oneness. Being at one with the energy field around you, it really allows you to interact with the the world on a on a different level. And I think this is why my depression has gone, because I, I'm no longer stuck in the mind. I'm now in my body as well. And I think, you know I've moved my energy, I've worked on my on on blockages and stagnation. I've opened my my energy body out. I'm more in tune with the energy field around me. I can feel the higher energies around me. And I think this in itself will get you out of that sort of depressed, stuck, stagnating feeling, which I can see so many people have. So other tools that you can use is um, yoga. So yoga really helps the energy, body, the, the energy to flow through your body. And it really helps to, to, to start removing blockages and stagnation from an inner level. Reiki as well, so you know, Reiki practitioners, they can actually find and see or sense blockages in your body so they can understand where you may be blocked and you know they can tell you if you have many blockages in your, your first chakra. Massage as well, so deep tissue massage can really help to remove that stagnation And another really amazing one is breath work, which works amazingly well and literally blows stagnation and trapped negative emotions out of your body. If you are new to energy work, this will probably sound absolutely unbelievable. But for me, getting back to the fact that we are made of energy and, you know, we we are energy ourselves really helps me to put put this in perspective. I don't see myself as a physical body anymore, I see myself as an energy body. This allows me to run my life in a far more holistic and spiritual way, which for me works and I highly recommend it. I think essentially it's just about having an open mind. You know, when you have an open mind, you're open to, to anything and everything and nothing is a problem. So if this episode has got you thinking about your stories, your limiting beliefs, your ancestors, trauma, anything like that, then why not start journaling today? And just doing five or 10 minutes of journaling every night before you go to bed will really help you to start getting into your subconscious mind. And the deeper you get into it, the more you can really start to find out what's holding you back in this lifetime and empower you to stop living in the struggles of your ancestors when we don't need to be doing. So next week, we're going to look at the second energy center known as the sacral chakra. And this governs emotions, feelings, and creativity. So if you have a problem expressing your innermost feelings, or maybe you're not able to feel into your emotions as much as you want, then maybe you have blockages in this chakra too, which we'll look at next week. So I deliberately keep these episodes short because I know that we're all busy. And if there's anything you want to ask me or you want to reach out to me, then you can connect to me on Instagram on at Ruth Elizabeth Hancock. Or you can have a look at my website, which is ruthelisabethhancock.com. And you can also download the, the free guided meditation for running your energy on a daily basis from there as well. And I'll put the link in the notes. So thank you for listening. I hope it's been useful and I look forward to catching up with you again next week for part two of our three-part mini series. Thanks for listening. Bye.